You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. You know, they've, they've talked about wanting him ready week one. They've never talked about being confident that he'd be ready week one. And Shanahan was asked today in his media availability about Brock Purdy. And, you know, he kind of downplayed it. You know, someone asked, have you seen him throw? He's like, I don't watch that stuff. And then, you know, they asked some more questions. And basically all he said was, you know, he's supposed to throw on these days at this percentage, this amount of yards, and then he does it again. But the biggest, I think, the biggest news and and the most encouraging news was that he has started throwing a football, and so far that has been pain-free, which is huge. Yeah, and Al and I talked about this last week where it's not – I think that if there's a setback here and there, knock on wood, there won't be, but if there's a setback here or there, it's not the end of the world because when you're coming back from a surgery like this, when it's – a repetitive sort of motion that a person makes it there is there is bound to be some sort of setbacks that a person will incur in, in their rehab it's just it's just going to happen at some point have those setbacks already happened for brock we don't know yet but i would suspect that while they would want him for week one that they're not banking on him being there for week one because look he still has to get his arm back into game shape he still has to be able to throw to moving receivers and moving targets he still has to face down a rush. Like there's a lot of things that have to happen for him to be able to be ready for week one. There's a difference to me between being cleared and being fully ready, right? Being cleared mm-hmm. means that you can, you can throw and you can participate in all the activities, but being ready means like, okay, I can read my coverage. I can read the, the defensive coverages. I know where all my guys are going to be at. I can change the protections. I know that mental clock and in that, that clock in my head when you're in the pocket, that's all calibrated. Like that takes time. Right. And I, I don't expect him to have all of that down right away. Like, look, he's only started eight games even before that. It's not like we're talking about a guy who's been playing for 10 years and coming back from an injury. He was already pretty green to start with. So really what I'm looking for and hoping for is a steady recovery where we don't have any setbacks. He doesn't get into any bad habits in the, in the, in the process of his rehabilitation, which sometimes happens to athletes and you see him performing near or exceeding the level that we saw in the games that he started last year. I think that's for me, a reasonable outcome of all, of all of this. So, so what happened was for those who may not be familiar with it. So Matt put the article out and as, as a lot of reporting is done now, there's so many people covering teams that they often use other people's information as part of articles. I've done it. Everybody does it. Now they take quotes from other articles. I've had it done to me for articles that I've done where they say when I was with KMBR, where someone would write an article and take something that I said, and people have done it from this podcast, you know, 
for it's just that's the way reporting is done now. So I'm not knocking anyone. Do you remember? Do you remember the Jason Brett thing? You broke that. The Jason Brett. I, that's the only thing I've it. I've ever legitimately done in my career is I broke the Jason Brett. Jason Brett. Not as interested in him, and I got zero credit for it because. Yeah. Who the hell am I, I guess? But um, <laughs> it was my one like shining reporting moment, I guess, when I used to do that stuff. But so anyway, um, someone had wrote the 49ers reportedly believe Brock Purdy will be fully cleared to play around August 21st and is expected to start week one after making a full recovery per Matt Mayoko. And Matt just said, I didn't report that. <laughs> he just responded to it saying, I didn't report that. What Matt said was, if his road to a full recovery stays true to the 12 week time frame, he would receive full medical clearance to play football around August 21st or 20 days before the start of the season is what he said in the article. Now, he also said some other things. And again, if this was just an opinion piece, which Matt said, the thing is with Matt, when Matt says things, everybody takes it as gospel because he is the most tied in guy. And I don't know. I think he usually says, I don't, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but usually when he says things, he's, there's a purpose behind it or he's right. There's some sort of truth. I should say a purpose. There's some sort of truth behind it because he's so tied in. So, but I guess people kind of read it wrong and Matt was like, no, it's an opinion thing. And he's of the opinion that there's no way what Matt said, there's no way, virtually no way one of Lance and Darnold would be able to take the job. I'm pretty based solely on practice based on his, based on Matt's opinion. I have the same opinion. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think that there's any chance of that happening. Kyle Shanahan also said a quote that Matt used in the article that was very interesting to me. And I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, just to wait. And I don't, it couldn't have been too long ago when he said this, but he said, we, we know what we have in Purdy. I truly believe in my heart, what Trey can be. It still takes time and you've got to do it. In the meantime, we have a guy sitting here who has already done it. So there's just, we know Purdy's the guy. It, it's just a matter of right now. Is, is he physically ready to go in week one? Do they feel like he's okay? I don't, and I agree. I don't think there's anything they can do on the practice field and probably not in preseason to, to change that based on what we've already seen. And do I think the Niners want to trade Trey Lance? Well, I have a weird theory. Brandon Allen, look, you're not going to be the QB two. I'm not saying Brandon Allen is a great quarterback, but Brandon Allen was the backup quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals for the last three years. The Super Bowl bound Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals who were five minutes away from another Super Bowl last year. The Cincinnati Bengals, who have Joe Burrow, he was the main backup to Joe Burrow. So he was a big time backup in the league in the sense that if the starting quarterback got hurt, this was a, a, a Super Bowl ready team that was turning the reins over to him. He's the 49ers fourth QB right now. Four. OK, so what I think the Niners are doing. Is I believe if Purdy is healthy and he's the guy, I think they're setting themselves up to be able to trade Trey Lance. And I don't think they should trade Trey Lance. I am adamantly against trading Trey Lance. But I believe that they're thinking, okay, we know if Purdy's ready and he's the guy, we're going to do this competition for whatever it's worth between Darnold and Lance. And then we have Darnold. We have Brandon Allen as that third emergency guy because now you can carry the three quarterbacks. So we have we have Purdy and then we have two guys who, who can be solid backups, we feel like. And now we're going to go try to recoup some assets for, for Trey. I think that's what they're setting themselves up for. Now, that's not what I would do. I think that's what they're going to do. Things still have to happen between now and then. Purdy has to be ready. Um, Trey, if he sets the world on fire, which is always possible, may, maybe they they rethink that. But I believe right now they've set themselves up to trade Lance. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i don't i don't think you're wrong in thinking that i think there are other people that that are kind of tying those uh or or what is it following the dots following the smoke whatever you want to say because uh, he was asked, <clears throat> Shanahan was asked today a, a two-part question. It said, I have a two-part quarterback Brandon Allen question. One, just your initial impressions of him, and he's been a number two. It looks like he came here as a potential number four. Do you know if there was a conversation before he signed about what led him here and why he viewed this as maybe a decent opportunity? And Shanahan said, when we knew in free agency, we didn't know we didn't know where Brock was going to be at the time, so we knew we had to go get someone to compete with Trey in case Brock wasn't. And we got fortunate with Sam on that. Then we felt good just with our targets and everything. And once we kind of started phase one, when we're doing all the quarterback drills and workouts, it was just, man, there's only two quarterbacks here. Brock can't do much. And we would like a third guy. And then we looked out there and he was available. And then he had the confidence to come here. And then when we watched his tape and we've always known about him and we felt very fortunate to get him because he's been a backup in this league. And so when he came here and hopped in our drills, I think we got like two weeks with him and I've been extremely impressed. The reps he's gotten, he's done very well. And he's obviously not just a camp arm around this league. He's been a backup for a while, but just how good he's done in OTAs and stuff is going to give him a chance with us. And it was that last part where he says he's obviously not just a camp arm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Brandon Allen isn't going to come here to be just a camp arm, especially having been a backup to Joe Burrow. And so, you know, I, I really do think that there is something to that. I don't think it's a crazy idea. I've thought for, I thought they'd trade Trey Lance pre draft or during the draft because i felt like the longer they waited the less that they would get for him the other thing that you've got to look at now is we're past june 1st which means if trey lance is traded they actually save three and a half million dollars this season uh mm -hmm. in, in in salary cap space uh, they're still eating like 10 million but you know it is what it is and it, it just it, it feels that way and then there's reports that they were going to they're going to try out Jack Cohn and, and somebody brought that up with Shanahan today as well. Um, and, uh, you know, basically somebody asked him is, you know, are you trying to, to sign this guy? And he basically said, no, but again, if, if this is, you know, if, if there's a lot of moving parts here and he's not going to be the one to, to ruin those moving parts by, 
by showing us cards. And so, yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think that's crazy to think. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if they did, because honestly, again, if Trey Lance doesn't play this season, his trade value just continues to go down. So you either have to capitalize now or you just, you just lose out. Right. I mean, are you going to recoup near what you got, what you paid? Absolutely not. But at this point you might as well try and get something because again, what, what are you doing with Trey Lance? If, if you're not starting him and you've got Darnold here and you've got, you've got Brandon Allen here, like at a certain point, I mean, it's not in their best interest to do right by the kid, but I would hope that they do because they're really, they're really screwing with his career at this point. Um, mm. And I know that, I know that ultimately this is a business, but you, you just kind of feel bad for the kid. You know, if there's anything that the Niners, that this, at least this iteration of the 49ers have done that's been terribly handled, it's been the quarterback situation consistently mm-hmm. since Kyle has been here. They they have made questionable moves. They have not the, – the optics of how they've handled all their quarterbacks has been weird. They've, they haven't been able to settle that position. They've had injuries, which is not Kyle's fault, but – the handling of the quarterback position it, and how it pertains to Trey is basically par for the course of how they've handled quarterbacks all along here over the last six years. And that's the unfortunate reality is that Trey is just the latest guy, right? You insert whatever name you want there. And it's been very similar. And I think for different reasons, obviously, but I think that the whole Brandon Allen thing, look, he's 30 years old. He's, he's a, a career backup. He's been around the league for a while Sam Darnold's a little bit different because he's he's much younger. He's he's four four years younger than Brandon Allen is, and I think that what Kyle's yeah. trying to do here is trying to insulate his quarterback room with a veteran presence there in case Brock Purdy goes down. Now, look, they they've done weird things at the quarterback position. Like, look, last last year they paid Nate Sudfeld guaranteed money, and then they drafted Brock Purdy and they had a competition, and Brock Purdy beat him out. Can you imagine if That's they true. kept Nate Sudfeld? just on the principle of giving him guaranteed money for that mm. contract. It didn't matter in the end because Purdy was, was the winner in that competition and he's now the rest of his history. So I think that a lot of this has to be taken with a grain of salt with regards to everybody who's beyond QB one. But I think that there is something intriguing about having a veteran backup there of Brandon Allen's caliber. And look at, look right at the point of the off season. We're talking about backup quarterbacks, right? But that being said, I think that, Trey and, and what he's done and the lack of, of experience and the roster as it is now, there's just a mismatch there that's been created. And none of it is really Trey's fault, right? He was drafted in a situation that he couldn't control. And the injury, you can't control that, not his fault. And now you're in a situation where he's still trying to develop and the team is ready to win now. They're a player away, arguably, from winning the Super Bowl. And you could argue that that player is the quarterback. And now we're, we're sitting here analyzing practice throws from Trey <laughs> where he misses yeah. a throw and it causes the Niners fan base to go into a frenzy. And it's like, I just wonder if it's better for Trey to move on at this point, because even if he starts, oh. he's going to miss throws in the game. He's going to throw interceptions. He's yeah. going to fumble the ball. He's going to make bad decisions. The fans will turn on him in a second now at this point. And that's terrible for a young guy's career and terrible for a young guy's psyche. And I wonder long term if this is the proper place for him.